space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvec, Chris, Commander Onal, and Tracy as Captain Vigrel. This episode will pick up with the officers descending into the planet's atmosphere as they start to lose their control. What, what are you doing, Commander? It's Can't you see we can help so many people with this. He's going to try to rapport and talk you down with just a uh, with just a two and get you to relax and not attack anybody else. Okay. What would you say in return to him pleading? <laughs> Sir, what would you say first? Uh, it's illogical to keep going when members of our crew have been incapacitated. We need to get them medical attention right away. Okay. So what's, what skill would that be? Poop. <laughs> um, what's your poop skill rating? <laughs> Sounds right, like man. either a rapport or a provoke, since it's active. Yeah. Uh, presence? No. I'd say maybe provoke. I, re- re- provoke I or rapport. Or protocol, since he actually is stating, you know, this is... Okay, yeah. Injured, we should. All right. Okay, well, protocols... Sorry, I'm two, looking but... on your character sheet, trying to figure yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a negative one in protocol. Yeah. Okay, and that is... So that'll be a three social hit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> I'm going to invoke... He's going to invoke... Your biosynthetic leg. What? By saying... <laughs> That's cheap. <laughs> He's going to say, like, sir, like... Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say, sir, this could be so beneficial. I mean, maybe there's other resources that we could we could help with you getting you know used to your, your leg. And I've noticed that you've had some troubles with it. And this this could be better for everyone. So it's a five social stress to talk you down and kind of hit you right in the gut. Can I round house kick him? <laughs> hmm, okay. So are you agreeing to be taken <laughs> out of the scene? Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's pause. What could be something fun to do? What if that sent you into your Vulcan rage? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done that yet. No, and this is your your discipline is down and everything's going crazy. Oh wait, then you go under your control for the rest of the scene. But you get a fake point. Oh, good. Face <laughs> <laughs> points. Okay, so what? But before we do that, what would that means? Everybody's taken out of the scene. How do you? What would be the long term effects of it? How would you land? How would you, what would? What do you guys think? Other people's opinions. He's about. He could be taken out socially, mm-hmm. either because someone trying to do something good has obviously hit a nerve. Not in his leg, though. 
because he doesn't have a leg. <laughs> Leave the puns for the expert, man. <laughs> okay. So he could – options are that could send him over the edge, which would have long-lasting social effects between him and Malloy and all other people. Mm-hmm. But then what would happen? How do you get down? I mean I don't want to blow up the ship or anything. I'm not, Actually, I'm not going to blow up the ship. That would really suck. All of us. <laughs> yeah, this is the end of the campaign. What would be great right. if we ended it here? Everybody shows up next time. Colbath is like, "What's going on, guys?" Like, uh, they're all dead. <laughs> 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 and then we all just sign Shut off. Down. <laughs> or would we all be rebooted as new ensigns? Yeah. <laughs> With Colbath being the new captain. <laughs> yeah. What happened? What the hell, guys? You went to a planet. They went down in a shuttlecraft. It's been four weeks since then. You haven't nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you now have a new te- Tellerite guy just showed up out of nowhere, acting just like Vigo. No, okay. So what do we got? What would make this the most interesting, short term and long term? Well, I mean, I'm thinking. So if he's out of the scene. The shuttle is at least crashing, I would say, because who's flying? If he goes into a rage, oh. you take him over. And... I take him over, and there's two people fighting him. What would happen is he goes into a rage, most likely knock them out completely, and then the shuttle crashes. Then we could turn it into a survival story of you trying to get everything back together to get back up into space. You know, uh, like an enemy mind situation. No, kind of like an enemy mind situation, because you guys have to work together, even though you obviously just had some issues happen. Well, would the mental go away once they're down on the planet? All the stress would go away at the end of that scene. Just we can talk mechanically, but consequences would stay. Like you would have a social consequence of I went Vulcan rage, and but it wouldn't have been in public, right? Between these guys, you would have like a some kind of negative aspect on you. Raging Vulcan, yeah. That they could use against you. Uh, oh, we're teammates. You just nerve-pinched them and beat up their <laughs> friends. They were it, clearly not of their right mind. <laughs> this, this is not the first see, time that I have not been in of my right mind. Yeah. So. But see, this is, this is the kind of arguments you could have once you're on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go ahead and crash. So you know, I was gonna say another option is like a small um, inner atmosphere alien ship comes and like tractor beams the shuttle and takes us prisoner because <laughs> we violated the thing. Truthfully, I was not gonna bring the coalition into this this time, but I'm gonna save them for later. Okay, so well, one is he can go Vulcan rage. Another uh-huh. one is where, well, what do what do you what do you feel like you would do, Kelvec? Because you could spend a fate point and be fine and still be in the scene. I think I'll spend a fate point. Because I really don't want to get on that planet. Well, if you guys get on the planet and crash, you're not going to die. The shuttle will be salvageable. Mm-hmm. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of you going... I'll offer, yeah, I'll offer that to you. Vulcan Ragey, shuttle crashing, and you guys having to work together to get resources to get off the planet. What do, what do you think? What do you, I mean, you still have things to do. Right now, he's going to take you out of the scene, and then if he does, then you would go Vulcan Ragey. All right, fine. Oh, you're going to do it? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, sweet. 
he's going to make what he thinks are a swaying argument, but it's going to hit too deep, and under the stressful circumstances and the fact that you don't have access to your Vulcan-like discipline, you're going to lose it. And actually, your Team Coconut friends don't see it. Uh, how would you – actually, I'll let you kind of control it. How, how do you envision your Vulcan rage? I am roundhouse kicking him to the face <laughs> with that bionic leg. Oh, with <laughs> that's what it's there for. Yeah, he's like, oh, this bionic Blade. leg. Oh, okay. You're gonna roundhouse kick him, <laughs> Chuck Norris style. Uh, just his head's gonna bounce off your foot, off the uh, compartment on the side, and he's gonna fall over, and it's not gonna be pretty. How are you going to rage at Ralphie? She turns and looks at you like wide-eyed and is like freaking out. Is it just a straight-up like original Star Trek just bash? <laughs> oh yeah, two-handed bash, <laughs> fist punch thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna Kirk. You're gonna Kirk punch her right into the screen. Yes. Okay, sweet. So, give yourself a fate point. Hooray. You're going to rage some more. You're going to hit some consoles. You're going to see the ship pass through the storm. And then it's going to skid. And you're going to fall forward, hit your head on something, and pass out. Everybody, give me... Physique checks. I have a roll that's positive. Uh, so two. Six. Yeah. One. Okay. You did go down last. So, Canton, you're going to wake up first. You're going to see uh, some blood over the console, some sparking consoles. If you look over people, Ralphie and Malloy have they've, they've had head trauma. That they have, they've got blood crusted over. Nobody's am, bleeding profusely at this moment. Am I back in my right mind? You are. All the stress goes away. Consequences don't go away. Yeah, Kelvic, you get a negative aspect of I Vulcan raged. All right. Your aspect is gone, Canton. And then let's see, Captain Vigrel. Captain Vigrel, you're no longer shaken. Okay. That. And then you're. Your stress marks are gone. Everybody's got bubbles again. Oh goody! So that's uh-huh. the scene's over now. That was yes, the end that, of that scene. That's the scene. That's the end of that. So now I can neck pins again. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make. But you're a, not awake uh, yet. I thought you said I was. You are. He is not awake yet. Okay, I would like. Because I assume I was nerve pinched from behind. Uh, yeah, let's say that. I would okay. like to make a uh, empathy check to see if I realize that that's what happened to me. Okay, I will give you a boost because he has done it to you before. Just get uh, a positive. Okay, yeah, never mind. So, I guess I will see the scene. Uh, I will check Wait, the... Uh, what's your empathy score? Do I have empathy? Yeah, you, dude, you have tons of empathy. Oh, I have empathy at a four, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got uh, empathy of four. Yeah. You can tell that, he, yes, he did neck pinch you. 
Nerf Fentu. Okay, first priority. Check the console and see what the shuttle status is. Are we landed? Are we losing oxygen? Are we about to fall into a black hole? You know, what's going on? No, uh, you've landed. There is a bunch of flavor damage. There's sparks. There's smoke, but you're not choking to death. Status, give me a scholarship check. Two. You're not losing oxygen. You don't know how long it'll take to fix things. But, I mean, structural integrity is good. It looks like you have landed in some type of... If you look outside, you can see it looks like mud, but you're not sinking or anything. Uh, atmosphere outside? It is hostile, inhabitable. One of those weird things where it's not full of oxygen. Uninhabitable. Uninhabitable, yes. Thank you. Wait, there are planets like that in the galaxy? <laughs> okay, I will uh, check the rest of the crew and make sure they're alive. Captain, NPCs, and then Vulcan. Yes, they are alive. Anything else you want to do before someone wakes up? No. No? No. You don't want to restrain someone? No. Um, <laughs> I, I will spend a fate point hey. for Team Coconut if I have to because... I'm sure there's this inner turmoil of, he neck-pinched me. And, okay, I probably deserved it because he's a Vulcan, so what's going on? Yeah, what are your what are your things? Uh, Team Coconut, we could all use some help. I'll just sleep it off. Yeah. Still searching the universe for something. I don't have hostile you don't. aspects. I sleep, which is why I'm easy yeah. to take out with mental attacks. Okay. You've measured outside. Okay, Vigro, you got next. You got a two. Okay. You're waking up. What are you doing? You see Canton a lot. Canton, everybody's awake. Uh, Canton is awake for some reason before everyone else. <laughs> Since Canton's awake, I'm going to Canton report. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, Captain. Uh, it appears as though we have uh, roughly landed, possibly crashed on a planet. There is uh, an atmosphere that is inhospitable to life, so I do not recommend we go outside. I am trying to assess the damage. It does not look like we are not in any immediate danger. Okay. It also does not appear that we are able to attempt to fly at this point in time. I'm not entirely sure what happened. My recollection is a little bit fuzzy. I gather that the uh, security officer, which I don't usually call him that, but the, the uh, security officer... <laughs> took us out with uh, Vulcan nerve pinches and somehow brought the ship to a halt. All right, thank you. Um, do we have any environmental suits? You do. I guess we should assess the damage right now. And Any idea of why he took us out? Because I'm, I'm assuming we, we're not aware that we were kind of out You're of not it. aware that you were kind of crazy. Everything made sense to you. Maybe over a longer time you could realize if you, you know, after this mission you think back, you're like, oh, that's kind of... Didn't make sense, but at this moment, you're not aware that you were you weren't really going crazy. Okay. It all made logical sense. It is possible that he was possessed by something in the uh, mental atmosphere that drove him to attack us, but I have a hard time believing that necessarily because it doesn't look like he Vulcan raged or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. do you feel like he's a threat right now? Um, or do you feel like he will be a threat when he wakes up? I'm not turning my back on him, sir, but uh, as you can see, I didn't attempt to restrain him in any way. Okay, so we can keep assessing the ship, and one of us keep an eye on him, and one or both of us. <laughs> Vigral, 
I will offer you a fate point. I will invoke your aspect of always on guard <laughs> to restrain the Vulcan in some way. Okay. <laughs> You're not even going to fight it. Nah. Okay, sweet. Give yourself a fate point. Okay, Um. let's see. Well, well, I'm assuming we can't erect a force field, and we wouldn't want to if we could. Do we have any kind of, like, cuffs? You could, with enough wiring and stuff, maybe? Construct- uh, we would probably have to fashion one uh, makeshift. We wouldn't have any actual uh, imprisoning items or restraining items on the ship, since it's just a shuttle. Yeah, you could make something. They could... He could, I mean, he could break out of it with a high enough skill check, but... Can, can we make something with stuff that we won't need to fix the ship? Yes. Hypospray? You're just going to hypospray him? Just keep him asleep. Wow, really? <laughs> I am offering it as a viable <laughs> suggestion to the captain. Wait, wait, wait. What about, like, a hypospray that would allow him to be conscious but hinder him physically at least temporarily. You're going to paralyze him? <laughs> the main reason I <laughs> didn't actually, you know, take any kind of vengeance out on this is because um, our survival rate tends to go up when he helps us do things. That's true. So I'm not oh. certain about restraining him, but obviously, you know, Captain, you have much Captain's better sense of judgment about the situation, and you know him better than I do. Well, I think when he, I, w- I would, I don't want to sedate, keep him sedated because I think when he does come around, we could assess if he's a threat. Would you like to keep a hypo spray just on hand in case he does get possessed again? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so do I not get the fake point if I can't figure out how to? to... I'll, I'll give you this. You guys figure out a way. To detain him for some amount of time, and you detain him is long enough until you take some kind of consequence. Does that make sense? Like, Wait. If, if he argues good enough that you can let him go, you have to take some kind of social consequence or something. What if one of the uh, NPCs overhears us and decides to take initiative and put him out with a hypo spray? <laughs> It's not going to be Malloy. No, it's not. I'm a, he loves me. It's going to have to be the brash one. Well, then she would get a fate point, which would be me. So, not really, it'd be her. Well, actually, you'd have to pay me. You would have to pay me, Tracy, since I am invoking it. Well, I'll go ahead and pay it since it was my idea, or since I was the one saying it out loud in character. Well, I was invoking Tracy's own guard. Oh, yeah. Right. Never mind. So how would you detain him at least long enough for you to take some kind of consequence wait, 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 if wait. he does go free? We're going to have gear on the ship, you know, for one thing. So we'd probably have some rope. Yeah, you like, can have rope I'm, and stuff and tie him up. I'm going to tie him up with rope. <laughs> okay. How antiquated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be... And can I do a scholarship check to... For you know my not tying knowledge, okay. I'll give you. It's a it's an osmotic tetrion stitch. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. So you're gonna tie him up. 
he can break out of that if he really tries, but you'll at least he'll have a negative aspect of tied up. And we'll know it's coming in time for the hyper spray. <laughs> okay. The other two wake up. Do you guys do anything with them? Yeah. Yeah, especially we want to make sure that his hands are tied to where he can't get anywhere around, like, shoulders. Yes. I know, Captain, um, if I may offer uh, an opinion, um, mm-hmm. I'm. it seems like these three got banged up by a crash because obviously um, you know, the Vulcan didn't go violent. He nerve-pinched us. I noticed that he only nerve-pinched the two of us. Um we may not be in a good state to allow the other crew to walk free as well. Oh, Ken, you're such a good guy. Yeah, but he might have just nerve-pinched us because he saw us as the greatest threat. And also, I mean, junior officers, he could probably intimidate them or pull rank and get them to listen. That's true. He definitely could uh, get Malloy to do that every once. I'm, I'm less worried about the other two. We, we specifically know that Kelvec took aggressive action against us. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Or hostile action. I'm breaking Team Coconut. Okay. <laughs> the other two are groggily waking up. Ralphie and Malloy. They're mumbling and stuff. What are you guys doing? Kelvec will be last. I'm just going to let the captain give orders. Malloy, Ralphie, what do you remember before the ship went down? Malloy doesn't say anything. Uh, he kind of looks. Ralphie says, I was trying to pilot the ship down so we could get here, and then all of a sudden, Kelvick just lost it, and he roundhouse kicked Malloy, and then he just came <laughs> for me. I've never seen it. Such rage. I give the captain a significant look. <laughs> I've, I, Malloy, are you okay? Okay, it, it definitely seems like something happened with our Vulcan friend up there in the atmosphere. So we've got him secured right now. We're going to keep an eye on him. Let's what start we, assessing the shuttle for damage and see what repairs we need to make to get out of here. We can, I mean, what, what do you want us to do? We've got suits. Do we, what are, are we, what kind of plan is this? I don't even know. She looks around and. I'm not sure what class, but we can't breathe up there. So we will need suits if we go outside. You know, I should probably know the class of the planet. Anyway, yeah, it's not Class M or anything close to it. And it's not a Class Y demon planet, so I think you guys are fine. So what do, what do, what do we do, Captain? Okay. Ralphie, you start by assessing the navigation systems. And Malloy, take a look at propulsion. Okay. They're going to start doing that. Kelvic, you're going to wake up. Uh-huh. You're going to... <laughs> Wake up with your hands tied behind your back, I guess. Is that what you guys did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, people around you, the cabin... His foot is, is tied up, too. Your One of your feet is tied up. <laughs> no, your feet are tied up. Your hands are tied up. Well, no, it would just have to be the uh, biological foot. Man, they just won't leave your leg alone. No. <laughs> okay, so you are waking up. The, the cabin is kind of smoky. You don't think you're dead. Well, you know you're not dead. But your hands are tied and your legs are tied. Commander, I'm sorry to have you restrained like this, but something happened up there in the atmosphere. For reasons that I don't understand, you you attacked us, and 
I'd like to get to the bottom of it. I noticed that a the storm had affected our ship and the the crew in a serious way was causing you to act against your own best interests and against everything that you would otherwise have done. You continued on with the mission when all protocols said that we should have at least stopped and radioed back into our ship. Can I do an empathy check to see if I believe him? Yes. Give me a rapport check, Kelvac, to see how convincing you are. Oh, good. <laughs> My empathy is six or five. Four is one. Okay. He's not very convincing. You don't think he's lying, but, yeah, with the one, he's just not very... Things are not looking that good. But he has not turned you to believe him yet or whatever. Okay. But he's obviously yeah. not like a demon-controlled something. It's not like that. It's just you're left questioning. Commander, as I remember, we were up there and we were hitting the waves. We were going against the current, and the shuttle wasn't doing too well, so I was piloting into the current or with the current to protect the shuttle. Your lust and greed seem to overwhelm your better thinking and drove you towards the planet and its resources over all else. My lust and greed? I couldn't believe it either. I had trouble. It seemed very out of character, sir. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Insulting without even knowing it. It's great. <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you say to that? You guys are doing awesome. I mean, based on that, your actions would have been reasonable, but I, I mean, to me, the four of us, all the, the rest of us, all felt pretty cognizant and competent in what we were doing, and, you know, you were the only one, is it possible that you were the one that was being affected? That is, would indeed be logical. Ed, not to jump in, but as someone that, my apologies, Captain, has been possessed by something to the point of rage and putting my friends in danger. I know what it feels like. You, know, you don't know who you are. You're consumed by an emotion. You don't remember what you were doing. And this didn't feel like that at all. You didn't feel like you were experiencing that? I did not feel like I was experiencing that at the time, Captain. Did you recall? No. Malloy is sheepish? Kelvec, at any point in time, did you lose control of your emotions? I did. I could, as I said, the storm was affecting all of us. It appeared to be weakening our resolves and our better judgments. It caused Do us I all notice... to act out of character. Do I notice McCoy, uh, Malloy looking sheepish? Probably. Ralphie is uh, working but trying to stay out of it. Malloy, um, how did you feel up there? He's going to look between you and Commander Kelvec. Do we have any invokes left on him? No one used... Did, you guys really didn't even use that invoke uh, for his... Okay, I, I, I say we use it to invoke... You know, he, he's going to lie on the on Kelvec's behalf and say he did feel like he was 
Well, is he lying on Kelvec's behalf, or is he I, I like telling this. the truth on Kelvec's behalf? I like well, this. he's really telling the truth, but he doesn't think he thinks he's lying for him. Mm. He, he'll think that he's doing good by Kelvec by lying, but Kelvec will probably he's wise enough and stuff to he probably wouldn't appreciate it. I would think. Does that make sense, Kelvec? Oh yeah. Yeah, he would. His not so much worship, but respect for <clears throat> for Kelvec would make him think that this is the best thing to do. But in fact, he's going to lie to his commanding officer about another commanding officer, and also <laughs> Kelvec is going to know that he's lying, while Vigril may not. So he's think he's doing right. good, but he's actually did no. Uh, so what was the question again? Just to rewind. You asked the question. No, no, I, no, I asked um, Malloy how he felt when he was up there and how what he thought happened. Okay, so you invoked his... He's going uh, to look back between Kelvac and Vigrel. He's going to say, uh, yes, I, I, I felt something come over me, and it, it was too strong, and it's... And if that happened to Commander Kelvec, it's it's not his fault. Something something happened to all of us. I'm sorry. He's gonna sheepishly turn back to his console. Okay, I want to I want an empathy check that. <laughs> Four. He wants to be convincing to you. <laughs> How about he takes from Kelvec's point of view? How about this? He he's going to convince Vigril that that happened, but he is going to take a consequence where he knows that you Kelvec know that he lied. Oh yeah. Does that does that sound good, everybody? Yeah. Wild consequence of shame. Yes, he's going to take a consequence of shame. That's a that's a really good one. Shame. Yeah. He gives that speech. You look at him for a minute. You believe him, but he's going to look back at Kelvec and. He's going to know instantly that you know that he's lying. And you're not going to put shame on him because you're a Vulcan. He feels it himself. Well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, even more sh- – I don't know how to – even more sheepishly turn back to his console. Uh, Captain, if none of us are necessarily uh, to be trusted, if I may suggest, we should probably uh, establish – a uh, protocol as to exactly what we're going to do from here on out and commit to it and assume that anybody that goes against that plan then is being influenced by an outside force. I, I think that is a good idea. Um, I'm also thinking that it appears that, yeah, we were all affected up there, not just Kelvec. And what, what I need to know right now uh, Mr. Kelvec is. Are you going to be able to control yourself if we let you, if we let you free? I want to pause. While you're thinking about that, Kevin. Yes. That question on top of the thing that happened with Malloy. What do you want to do with that? I mean, you could do it with this response too. Do you want to deal with Malloy lying for you now or later or? I will deal with it later because I know that this situation is still tense and everything's moving up and humans 
emotions, and I think we need to get past this. Telluride emotions? Let's not forget those. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you will deal with that later, but go ahead and answer his question. Yes, Captain. What else am I going to say? That is a very Vulcan answer. <laughs> Never mind. That's awesome. That's great. Affirmative. <laughs> All right, Canton. I, I think we should let him free. And But, yeah, we do need to establish a protocol. Very well, Captain. What is it that we uh, want to accomplish in the protocol? Do we want to continue our plan of uh, exploring the area? We want to repair the shuttle and get back to the ship. What do you suggest we do? And as I'm doing this, I'm um, fiddling with the uh, uh, bonds on Kelvec. I may accidentally tighten them a couple of times before I get it loose. <laughs> Are you actually trying to loosen with them or just faint that you're trying to loosen them? I'm eventually going to loosen them. You're being slow about it. I'm being slow about it. Okay, well, I think our first priorities need to be repairing the shuttle and possibly if we can set up a transmitter to contact the ship. I'm not sure if we can cut through this interference or not. And at some point we'll have to send people out to assess the outside of the ship. While they're doing that, if we could do some short-range scans to see if there's anything of value close by, I don't think we should venture far from the sh ship this time. Malloy, at the prospect of getting outside of the ship, and well, sir, I, I volunteered to go outside the ship, and Ralphie says, I do too, sir. Without even having real empathy, they, are, they see the Vulcan being untied, and they kind of want to, well, she sees the Vulcan being untied and wants to run away. <laughs> you can assume the same for Malloy, but as players, you know that he, yeah. Yeah. He has shame that doesn't, yeah, he, yeah. I don't know how I feel about the sending both of these two that are eager to get outside of the ship out together. <laughs> <laughs> well, Captain, it uh, you know, does make sense for them to explore just the immediate area. Perhaps maybe uh, Mr. Kelvec could accompany them as well, make sure they keep safe and uh, <laughs> keep close. How many environmental suits do we have? We should have Dude. four on a standard shuttle, isn't it? It should or, be. Or were some of them damaged? I may spend a fate point to say some of them are damaged. Just going to... You think you have four. Okay, well, let's see how many environmental suits we have first. I'm going to spend a fate point. There's two of them. <laughs> Does anybody want to say no? No, that's Okay, fine. cool. So just two environmental suits. Is Kelvec free yet? Yeah. Yeah, it's yes, yes, Kelvex free. Hooray! Do you roundhouse kick Canton? Yes. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> they will all taste my bionicle. <laughs> okay, so you got... That sounds uh, like a, a bad Steven Seagal movie, like he has a bionicle that he kicks everybody with. It's awesome. You go and look at the compartment that holds the suits. Two of them are damaged, uh, beyond repair. Two of them are okay. What's your call, okay. Captain? Uh, Commander Kelvick, how would you feel about being one of the people going outside the ship? Feel? <laughs> okay, what would be your opinion of the logic behind of doing that? 
why am I going out outside of the ship, Captain? Primarily, we need to set up a perimeter around the ship and to assess the damage outside the ship. Security reasons? Yeah, security reasons. All right. Aye, Captain. And who would you like to take with you? Malloy. I'll take Malloy with me, since there's okay. only two of us. There's yeah, there's only, only two, two of us. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Um, so, yeah, set up a perimeter of about 50 yards around the shuttle. Just, um, you know, set up some perimeter sensors or some sentry sensors and scan the hole, make sure the hole is intact for, you know, going back up in the atmosphere. Take a look at the cells. Aye, Captain. And Malloy. if you see any dilithium, you know, we might be needing it to get back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, you do, if you do happen to see anything interesting, let us know. <laughs> we'll do. Roger, Malloy we'll count. slowly follows, saying <laughs> nothing. Does Ralphie look relieved? <laughs> yes, she does. She looks very relieved. If she had... In other circumstances, she may something, but everyone's back to being a normal Starfleet officer. So, cool. you guys working to get your suits on. We'll join that scene back in a second. That would be fun. What are you guys doing inside the shuttle? Um, I'm testing out the sensors and the navigation All right. to see how it's functioning. I'm going to see what basic repairs I can do. Um, okay. And probably have um, probably have the other one just kind of clearing debris so we have room. Yeah, you can give me like a craftsmanship thing to kind of stop whatever that is venting and clean things up if you want to spend your turn doing that. Would it be a scholarship check to see if everything's working? Yes, and his just for fixing things and getting things in clean enough shape to then check for further stuff. I do a superb job, and I'm going to spend a fate point to bump that up to a plus seven. Okay. What do you want from that? Well, I want everything, you know, kind of in you know, working order, at least on the surface, to appear, you know, as it did when we left. I imagine there's still some sputtering wires underneath consoles. Oh, yeah. Two, like two consoles are out completely, but you can stop whatever's venting. You can shut off wherever there's a power leak for now. You don't, like, fix everything. Right. But you find out that there's, like, looks like the warp drive is inoperable, at least. And you don't see a way to fix that right away. What a, do, do we need anything to fix it? For a warp drive, yes. Okay. But do you need a warp drive? We would need a new warp drive? Kind of for this. Do, do we need one at all? That's what I'm saying. probably don't need one to get back to the ship. Ah, okay. So we're going to uh, depend on our impulse drive. Yes, I'll get back to that seven. Uh, okay. Because that's, yeah, that's, you spent a fate point on it too. What about you? Okay, right now I have a one on my scholarship. Which is probably not going to tell me much. Gravity might be working. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to spend a fate point to re-roll that. I'm going to... I'm going to tap sun over Tellerite Captain. You know, okay, I've basic ship been stuff. Been around this stuff before, yeah. All right, now I've got a three. Okay. Uh, looks like there's, especially with his seven, you saw that there was some of the oxygen was leaking out. He's fixed that. You'll be fine for hours. 
the warp drive is down, shields are down, uh, weapons are still down, totally. The weapon system is fried. Um, what else? Yeah, you're, you're not losing energy so much. You can't tell until you get from the outside report what the whole integrity is. You're still booting up systems. Nothing's going to explode at this point. Okay. What was it? You were having Ralphie do navigation? Well, Ralphie's now clearing stuff away, cleaning stuff okay. up now. She can help Canton, and that'll give you an eight. Uh, I mostly just want her doing the cleaning while I'm doing the repair. Okay, cool. She can clean away stuff. We'll get back to that. Kelvec. Yes. Do you guys get some suits on? Do you say anything to Malloy while you're while you're putting on suits? I don't. Okay, cool. That makes it worse for him. Good job. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vulcan taciturnity. Yes. Okay. You go to that secondary chamber where it closes behind you, and then the outside opens up. Uh, it's dusty, arid. It's giant windstorms. You can't see that far. It looks similar to the planet from uh, that really bad movie, Five. The beginning. What? From the desert planet. What movie? Uh, Star Trek Five. Oh. Yeah, where Sarek is not Sarek. His half. The half Find God or something. Yeah, where they find God. Anyway, that planet, not that planet, but the beginning planet where they're on like a desert planet. I never actually saw that movie. Uh, it has some good parts. Well, but maybe overall, maybe I saw a little bit of it, but just totally, yeah. It's not as bad. I don't think it's as bad as people think, but it's not good. Sure. But anyway, it's it has some good parts. It is one of the odd ones. Yeah. The odd-numbered ones. Are those supposed to be the good ones? No, the even ones are good. The odd ones suck. Oh. I like three. It's just kind of forgettable, but... Mm-hmm. Odd ones are well. Actually, I like one, but it's kind of slow. Nineteen minutes of the ship, the yeah. ship, the at, ship. My my reasoning is at the time they'd never seen it on the big screen, so it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. it. All board. art needs to be viewed through the context of which it was in, which it was created. <laughs> but now it does not hold up. No, I like I I still like it. But yeah, like you said, the odd ones are of the lesser. Probably five mm-hmm. is the worst one of them. Anyway, yeah, I don't like three. I don't like four that much, but that's just me. Really, it's probably yeah. my favorite. I like it more Same as I got older. That's okay. Yeah, uh, when I first saw it, didn't. Anyway, you guys, it, but it's just a, it's very windy. You walk out and just you step out and you probably sink maybe a good two or three inches in the mud. You see streaks from where your nacelles just drag through the mud. If you guys had landed somewhere hard in the rocks, it probably would have been much worse. But you're caked in some mud. You just see mud long distances. Off in the distance, you do see something sticking out. Uh, You can assume that that's some kind of mineral or something because it's very windy. If not for the mud, you'd probably be losing your balance. And Malloy is kind of losing his balance a little bit. But it's just inhospitable. Okay. Now, what are you going to do?
Thank you for listening to episode 34 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. You can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other places for podcasts. We also have other campaigns in the Dresden Files universe. We have one-shots. We have a game review show. You know, all the things. Check us out. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to get some feedback. You can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, Facebook and Twitter. We have all those things. And if you would like to support us, help us get better equipment so you can hear us better, you can do that at the Patreon. You can also decide what kind of things the players face next, what adventures we play, maybe even play with us. It's all up to you guys. Either way, hope you keep enjoying. Thank you.